What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost Lifting Talk. Today, we're going to answer a common question that comes up inside of training to ensure that when you are in the gym, you're making sure that you are actually putting the time that you're investing to good use and creating the results as efficiently as you can. And that question comes down to how much weight should you be using to create the result that you're looking for? So if you're a guy, you're wanting to build some muscle, you wanting to get bigger, get stronger, or if you're a woman and you are wanting to get toned, right? When we say the word toned, we're simply talking about building some muscle and getting leaner to be able to show off the lean muscle definition that you have created. And this goes for both scenarios. When I work with a male client or if I work with a female client, how much weight they should be using and how much weight I recommend is the recommendation is the same. Now, the application compared to strength levels between each client, that's where things are individualized, right? This is how we start creating an individualized approach towards training to ensure you're creating the results that you want to. So let's get into how much weight you should be using to create the best results from your training. When I create training programs for people, I run them off of an RIR system. If you're a client of mine, the client only training handbook that you get explains this for you so that you understand relatively how much weight you should be using as we begin your training program to be able to start creating progress off of that over time. And so there's two different ways that you can go about this or look at it. You can look at it from an RIR version or an RPE version. They both work. They both do the exact same thing. RIR stands for reps in reserve. RPE stands for rate of perceived exertion. RPE was made more for like runners. It's a scale of one to 10. If you hit an RPE 10, you're totally maxed out. If you hit an RPE nine, um, you're almost maxed out, but not quite. If you're lifting that RPE nine would be, you have one rep left in the tank when you finish a set, meaning that if you were to keep going after that RPE nine rep, you'd only be able to do one more rep with good form before hitting failure. RPE 8 would mean you have about two reps left in the tank, meaning that on your last rep, if it was an RPE 8, you could have done two more reps before hitting failure and so forth. Seven would be three reps left in the tank. Six would be four reps left in the tank. But instead of looking at an RPE, because that can be a little bit confusing because it's always based off of a one to 10 scale, I like to use RIR. And RIR stands for reps in reserve. So if you were supposed to do an RIR of one, that would mean that on your last rep of a particular set, you should have only had one rep left in reserve before hitting failure. If you did an RIR two, that would mean that when you finish your last rep, you would have two reps left in reserve before before hitting failure. RIR three would be three reps. RIR four would be four reps and so forth. So the reason that I explain this to you is because this is how you start creating more intention in your training. And this goes for for females big time. A lot of the time, we aren't using as much weight as we could be um, to create a more efficient response in terms of our body composition to build muscle. A lot of Ladies I see going to the gym, they do a lot of body weight stuff because they think they need to use really light weight for really high reps to tone the muscle. 
but I've talked about this already when it comes to toning the muscle. You just are simply need to build some muscle and lose the body fat around that muscle to build, to create definition, to create the tone look that you're looking for, right? So, so science shows that to create a response, an efficient response, we want most of our sets to be within at least a three to four RIR. So in doing a set, your last rep and the majority of your work should be at least hitting a reps in reserve of no more than three or four to be efficient enough to create a response, be hard enough for your body to have to force adaptions towards it. If you could do a last rep, this is why I don't like a lot of body weight exercises for people that are getting more intermediate advanced for beginners. It works because your strength levels aren't as high. So you can hit an RIR of three to four with like pushups, um, step ups, things like that decently faster within like 20 reps or so. But if you're intermediate to advanced, you don't want to do a lot of body weight stuff because you're going to have to do so many reps to hit an RIR of three to four that you're probably going to get winded in terms of your aerobic capacity, your heart rate, and get out of breath before you actually break down that muscle group and getting close enough to failure to actually create the response that you want to. So when I create a program for somebody, the first week is generally around an RIR of a three to four. And each week we are upping that. So RIR of three to four. So choose a weight. Let's say we're going to do six reps on a squat. You want to choose roughly a weight that on that sixth rep, you could have done maybe three or four more reps when you quit. Because in week two, we're going to add a rep. And when you add a rep, that's going to decrease your RIR just a little bit. So if you did six reps for 135 pounds, and that was an RIR of three to four, well, if we do seven reps in the next week with the same amount of weight, that's going to have your RIR decrease a little bit. And maybe that RIR is a two to three. And then in the next week, if we did eight reps, it's going to decrease your RIR a little bit. So maybe your RIR is only a one to two and you're creating progress in terms of that. And then maybe we would deload in week four, week five, you would come back and you would increase the weight, go from 135 pounds, maybe to 145 pounds. But through the volume you've accumulated over the weeks prior, your strength has gone up a little bit too. So maybe now you're doing 145 pounds for sets of six in week five and the RIR is back to a three to four because your strength has gone up. This is what's forcing adaptions over time to your body composition to help you get stronger and to help you build muscle. But let's say you do 135 pounds on a squat for six reps, but the RIR was, let's say it was like an eight to 10. Let's say you could have done eight or 10 more reps with that amount of weight. Well, then you know you could probably add some weight to the bar to make sure you're hitting at least that RIR of three to four to make sure that the work that you're putting in is actually creating a response and an adaption to your body composition. The closer you can get to failure in your sets, the more intensity that you have, the greater the response. But at the same time, the more intensity that you have, the more you're gonna wear down your body. So we don't want to always be pushing straight to failure. We want to periodize the intensity to week one is generally a little bit easier. That RIR is around a three to four. Week two, maybe it's around a two to three. Week three, maybe it's around a one to two. Week four, you can push it again and go for an RIR of like a zero to one, pushing to failure. And then you'll need a deload week to release some of the fatigue that you've created and then start over in week five or six. And then from there, 
you just add some weight and go back to the same amount of reps and continue that process over and over again to continue working your RIR up, which allows you to get stronger over time and it's going to force your body to continue adapting over time. So when you ask how much weight should I be using, that's not the right question to necessarily ask. Whatever rep range that you choose to train in. I like when the goal is to build muscle or to create the tone look that most of us are looking for. I like rep ranges to generally be with big compound movements at the first of the workout, somewhere between five to eight reps. The accessory movements, somewhere between eight to 12, eight to 15 reps, and all of the isolation work to be somewhere from 10 to 20 reps, really. But inside of that, instead of saying, well, how much weight should I use? You need to say, you need to try to find the amount of weight that's going to have you reaching around an RIR of around a three to four in your first week. And then each week you can progress on top of that and work that RIR to a one or even to a zero in some cases to hit full um, full failure to have intensity maxed out to continue creating a response. But if you're just doing like body weight squats for reps of 10 and let's say RIR is like a, a 50, you do 10 body weight squats, but you could probably do 60. Those 10 body weight squats aren't doing anything for you, right? You have to make sure the intensity is high enough that it's going to elicit a response in terms of your body composition. Again, that doesn't mean that you need to push to the max and go to complete failure, but your set should be challenging. You should be using a weight that is challenging you, but not challenging you so hard every single week that you're not leaving room for progression because we know that we want to create progressive overload over time, but to create progressive overload in the long run, it's going to be hard to continue that path consistently if you're trying to hit failure every single week because it's going to get really hard to progress. So if we'll drop the intensity just a little bit, shoot for somewhere around three to four reps left in reserve on the first week of the training block that we're going into, then you can build off of that each week to create progressive overload. And as you're creating progressive overload, you're building some strength in those movements as well so that after a three to four week period, you can start over but add more weight to the bar. And then from there, you can work that reps in reserve again because your strength has gone up. You're going to be a little bit more weight and still hit around the same amount of reps in reserve. So when it comes to how much weight you should be using, there isn't a specific number that everybody should start out with, right? It's all relative to you, to your body, to your experience level. If you're brand new to the gym, this isn't something for you to, to worry about too much as you begin. We want to focus in on form, make sure that you can feel the correct muscles contracting, make sure that it feels comfortable, you're confident in what you're doing, and you're not setting yourself up for injury. Once you have the form down to the workouts that you're doing, though, and to the exercises that you're performing, now it comes down to getting a little bit more advanced in terms of finding out how much weight to use and making sure that all the exercises that you're doing, if the goal is to build some lean muscle tissue, that we aren't leaving any more than roughly around three or four reps in reserve in most exercises as we begin. And if you are, you know you're probably using not enough weight. And this is a skill that you're going to build over time. You're not going to be perfect with it at first. One way that you can test it is take a set to, let's say you're going to try to shoot for a set of an RIR reps in reserve of a two, meaning you're going to finish a set at about 10 reps with only two reps left in reserve. Well, what you would do is pick a weight, do it to 10 reps, but instead of stopping at that 10 reps for the two reps left in reserve, you'll know you're using around the same amount of weight if you continue past that RIR of two and you're only able to get two more good reps with 
perfect form. And if you did that, you'll know that the, your skill of building the RIR meter in your head is good. So that's something I would practice a little bit. Choose a weight, say, okay, I'm an RIR on this this lift with this amount of weight would be to hit a two RIR would be about 10 reps. Do it to failure with perfect form. And if that failure was around 12 reps, you know you're gauging your RIR correctly. And again, this is a skill that you're going to learn over time. Don't expect yourself to be perfect and don't get so stressed in thinking that you have to hit your RIRs perfectly all the time. Like I said, it comes with time and practice and the stronger that you get, the more experience that you obtain through lifting, the more you start to understand your body, your strength levels, the more you'll be able to gauge this and it won't be such a hard thing or stressful thing for you to worry about. So don't think that you have to be perfect with it as you begin, but you should be mindful of the RIR system to make sure you're using the right amount of weight. And when I talk about blocks and I talk about like week one, week two, week three, week four, you really should be following training programs that have you using the same workouts for at least four week blocks, because this way then we can control that RIR, control your intensity, control your progressive overload over time to ensure that you are making the progress that you want to in terms of doing the same exercises, starting those exercises at around a three to four RIR, working them up in week two to a little bit more to maybe an RIR. RIR of two to three, the next week working them up to an RIR of maybe a one to two, working them up in the next week to even an RIR of a zero to one, then deloading and restarting with a little bit more weight as you've built strength um, and adapted to the stresses that you've put under, under your body composition. So if you're just going into the gym and winging it all the time, doing different workouts in every single session, you're not setting yourself up to be able to create this progress and understand the intensities and understand even if you're using the right amount of weight that's pushing you to where you want to get in terms of your body composition. So hopefully this helps. Hopefully this clears this up. There's not an certain amount of weight that everybody should start out using, right? It comes down to finding out relative to your strength levels, making sure that if the goal is muscle gain, making sure that the majority of your work is within at least an RIR of a three to four and progressing that over time to build up your strength levels and you'll put yourself in the best position possible to maximize your results that you're putting into the gym. So I hope that this helps you. If you have any questions with absolutely anything that I've gone over here, my email is always linked down below. You can always just click on it, shoot me an email. I'm happy to answer. I'll maybe even bring those questions on the podcast if I feel like they'll help others or else you can always shoot me a DM on Instagram as well and I'm happy to help you there too. If you guys found value from this podcast, I would be extremely grateful if you take a screenshot, put it on your IG story and tag me in it. I'll go ahead and repost this story as well as send you a message for thanking you for doing so. Or if you know somebody that's struggling with this or benefit from this episode in learning how much weight to be using relative to their bodies, just shoot them this podcast, just shoot them this episode. Um, that's the point of this is to help people understand training, understand nutrition to be able to create the best results in the least amount of time, as long as we're creating that result sustainably. So I really do appreciate you guys. Hope this helped. I'll talk with you soon.